0: And we are back, which is a new thing we're doing, is I'm just going to open up this LaCroix. Ah, so refreshing. It's not actually I a new thing we're doing. This. Okay. New segment. <laughs> Carmen opens
1: a LaCroix. <laughs> 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 uh, End of
0: the actually, episode. <laughs> and if you got a stream, go and chase it. No, it's limoncello. Have you guys ever had the limoncello flavor?
1: No, but have you ever actually had limoncello? Because It's painful.
0: Uh, I've lemon I'm I'm Italian. I it tastes there's... really
1: great. It's like nice here, and then it's like fire here.
0: So tequila. No,
1: tequila <laughs> does not taste good.
0: Hey Kelky. Hey dude, what's up?
1: Um, just been um, you know, watching Netflix. They dropped a whole bunch of stuff. That are their dogs pooping? <laughs> the dog poop noise. Um, I don't know. What been is. working.
0: Woof, 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 woof. Oh, they can hear me. Yeah, they're responding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm making a new item for my shop. Look at you. I can see your reflections in it. It's going to be a menu board. So it's going to have the days of the week. Hello. And then people can write down what they will be preparing for the week. And then it'll have a little section for things they have to buy for groceries.
2: That would have been great in the Magnolo Rodriguez household.
1: Yeah, because y'all actually planned a lot of meals.
2: Uh, it was during COVID, so we all, we all didn't work, so it was easier. That was like our going
0: out. It was, what should we eat today? <laughs> what yeah. could we do to create some delicacies? I am doing a terrible job at
1: planning meals, and then I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten in 17 hours. I guess I should find something, but... There's never anything I want. This morning was the first
2: time I made my own food in the last, like, 48 hours. And it wasn't my fault. I just kept getting invited to things. And one does not turn down free food. Correct. I
1: miss free food.
0: It misses you, too. See, my thing is, I I want to go eat, but then the Doritos look just as good. So I'll eat an entire bag of Doritos. And then at that point, I think to myself... disgusting. (laughs) No, i love i love doritos Doritos those are great an entire
1: bag of doritos that's disgusting
0: i'm talking party size okay i'll eat an entire part like the way that some people are about brownies or like candy or like just any like kind of like bad stuff for you i could sit there like jess won't turn away ice cream right she'll just eat ice cream and then all of a sudden the whole court is gone i will eat an entire bag of doritos and then go Oops! (laughs) Oops! be <laughs> Sorry, and then not realize I did it. Uh, so they we better hope she doesn't which, listen to that twisty treat story. <laughs> <are>
2: you, <laughs> in last episode,
1: are you um eating the Cool Ranch?
0: No, nacho cheese, nacho cheese reg- guy. Regular. I could I could sit there and eat an entire bag of nacho cheese Doritos. I, I could like probably cool go and finish one, and oh. then go. Yeah, another party size bag sounds good.
1: I honestly don't
0: know which is worse cool ranch when
1: i was pregnant the smell of the cool ranch i was like i hate this now and ever since then i hate it i hate the smell like michael will open a bag and i'll be like you have to eat that four rooms away from me and then you have to take a (laughs) full bath wash your hands and brush your teeth six times before you come near me
0: go outside and And
1: i never really loved the nacho cheese ones
2: prior so I guess the cool ranch ones do have a smell now that I think about it. Like I can gr- I can imagine it. It yes. is a lot, but they taste a lot of goodness too.
0: Speaking of tasting a lot of goodness, Gabe, hey dude, what's up?
2: Um, let's see. I went to First Watch for breakfast yesterday. Well, That's we so ordered good. First Watch, and I do love First Watch. They have the best potatoes, breakfast potatoes like you'll ever go to. Hmm. Um But they then... won't serve
1: me a mimosa, so
2: they won't. They don't oh, have like, alcohol there. They don't. Won't or can't. <laughs> Shant.
1: I think aren't they run by the Mormons? Or I don't, don't
2: know.
1: One of those those two is run by Mormons, so they don't
0: serve Ugh, alcohol. Love for that Kiki's. Mm.
2: I, I love breakfast, but we know that. Um, and then the first place I went to yesterday was Domu, um, the ramen place. And Doctor Phillips had to eat. Have either of you been? I don't no. think I have. No. Okay. It. The ramen's whatever. Like, I like, I don't love ramen. I appreciate a pretty ramen bowl. And the ramen tasted fine. But it was easily, and like by a far margin, the best chicken wings I've ever had in my life. Like, that's high were, praise. They were big. They, like, w- name, Carmen, you're a food connoisseur. What name the f- five components to a perfect chicken wing?
0: Okay. Chicken. <laughs> the. The uh, spiciness level. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sauce? Well, no, because you could have a good dry rub wing. I got a good uh, dry rub for you.
2: Consistent- All
0: right. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> um, consistency. More specifically, masturbation. <laughs> Anyways, continue, please. Uh, so, okay, quality of chicken, size of chicken. Dr- the, the quality of the spiciness, so, like, not just a hotness, but I would say, like, a like a good flavorful hot and then consistency and then reheatability would my, would be my five, five point wings.
2: Well, whatever you were going to say, I was going to say it checks all the boxes. They were somewhere in between chicken wing and fried chicken size. So they were big fat wings. Okay. Um, and we ordered the hot one, which the server said as far as we ordered four regular and one hot. Um, because the server said it's probably an 8 out of 10, like, hot-wise, which for me is, like, 12 out, of 10, 12 out of 10. Like, I do not handle spice. But we did it, um, and I was with work people, and I didn't want to be no bitch. But I did it first, and I was like, I'm doing it first. And I grabbed it, and the hot had a very good taste, but it was very hot. Like, it lingered on your tongue for a long time. And I just, like, got my water and went, eh. like, <laughs> stuck my tongue in the water. And I asked for milk, and they brought me a little thing of milk. Um, and I had two. Everybody else only had one. And I had two because I am the alpha. <laughs> there you um, go. But yeah, the wings, like, next time you're here, we have to go. Just get the wings because the wings are, I think you'll agree, uh, best wing that ever had. The flavor, the size, the juice, the the meat. There was a good meat, good crunch, good sauce, good times.
0: Good times. What <laughs> yeah. what place was this? Where at again? It's in Dr. Fields, right next to Bar Taco. Ooh okay so worst case scenario is we go there and we and we don't like go the ones and taco, then we just yeah. go, to, go to bar exactly. taco um i think so
2: i'm gonna mention this i know this doesn't have to be be their story but i think carmen will laugh anyways and maybe kelky <laughs> um we're at disney and we're on thunder mountain to see happy liver after for the first time and let me tell you the the new show is not getting great responses but that's the next another podcast topic yeah um And the guy, he was probably, like, in his 50s, and he was, like, checking the seatbelts on Thunder Mountain. And there was a kid behind me, and he goes, what's your, or how old are you, buddy? And the kid goes, nine. He goes, cool. And then he passes us, and I just look up at him and go, I'm 28. (laughs) 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 And he didn't respond right away. But I think it's because, and I told this to Alyssa, I was like, I think it's because he didn't know whether or not, like, I was all there and didn't know, like, how to respond yet, because I just, literally, that cadence and everything. I'm 28. Yeah, but, like, uh, that's good, buddy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: How hard is that?
2: Yeah, because that can be sold either way. That can be sold as, like, I am also doing a bit, or I'm being polite to this (laughs) guy. So, like,
1: on attractions, we have to ask, like, how old the kid is, because you have to be seven or older to ride without an adult. And oh. or and if you're under seven, then the person you're with has to be 14 or older. Oh. So one time I had this person on Dumbo, and the kid was like three. And the girl with her, I was like, oh, I gotta make sure she's over 14. And I was like, how old are you? And she goes, what? I go, how old are you? And she goes, um, 22. And I was like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's a compliment. My bad. <laughs> it was, I don't know, in my, in my there's defense.
0: There's a there's a, a there's an age point where it's like maybe not a compliment like thinking that someone looks fourteen maybe not a compliment thinking think, someone looks twenty two compliment
2: I think the only age where it's not a compliment is between like under like between nineteen and twenty four because they're just like I'm an adult don't call me fifteen but after that if you're twenty five and somebody goes you look nineteen you go oh thank you so much.
1: Yeah, the other day I was at HomeGoods, and I was, like, looking for something, and this woman came up, and she was like, can you help me? I was like, well, with what? And she goes, would this be, like, a good gift for, like, a young lady? I was, what, I do I was like, do know what it is. Being one. Because it was, like, one of the pre-box, like, multiple things in it. So I was, like, looking at it, and I was like, oh, like, how old is the person? And she goes, oh, she's probably your age, like, like, 21, 22. And I was like, oh, God thank bless you. Oh, bless God. your heart. You know, whatever you want is great. It's, my, tr- it's my
0: treat. treat. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and charge this to my Amex black card for you. (laughs) What? Undercover billionaire. Uh, Hey, Carmen. Hey, dude. What's up? Real real quick. No, I beat you to it. it. I beat you to it. it. You talked. You finished the sentence and
2: instantly asked yourself. You gave us no chance. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, undercover billionaire. Black card Amex. Hey, Carmen. Hey, dude. That was a great anecdote. You're so handsome. Hey, dude. What's up?
0: For any of you who can't see, I just immediately laid back on the couch (laughs) so I wouldn't be (laughs) in the microphone. So you guys want to hear a funny story about Grievous always so not so funny, he's been having seizures, right? right so he's he's epileptic, he had a day where he had two seizures in one day, very scary, had to get him a neurology appointment. Obviously, that's not the funny part. The funny part is I think Grievous is trying to be a human and control a part of his life, right. So, someone who's going through epilepsy, you can't control when your seizures happen. So, they, they lash out and they're like, I'm going to control this part of my life. I'm going to cut my hair. I'm going to, you know, wear different clothes. I don't know. Things that they would do to control their lives. So, the only thing Grievous has control over in his life is the speed at which he eats. So, because if he doesn't do a sit, I let him know that he didn't do a sit. If he doesn't do a command, he, I let him know that he's wrong. So now, Grievous does this thing, where he will just stand above his food bowl for sometimes thirty minutes, and just looking at the food. <laughs> and if every time someone walks by, he will put his food, his face in the bowl, not eat the food, but think he's trying, like think he's fooling us, right? But the problem is, is that he has a very specific epilepsy medicine that he needs to eat. Uh. <laughs> And it's in that food. So, anyways, it's, like, kind of funny. And I he's think it's... He's putting his face in the food. Like, look at yeah, me and he's... eat like normal people. Num, <laughs> num, num. But, yeah, so it's kind of scary. But also, you know, anyone who's ever been in a period where they've gone through a very specific, uncontrollable medical situation, I feel like I see you in Grievous right now. And Grievous is in you. You are one with Grievous. But then... The unfortunate part is I have to then hold his mouth open, put his pills in the mouth, and then, you know, close his mouth and make sure he swallows them. That's the sad part of the story. The funny part of the story is that he thinks he's slick, and he's not at all. Mm-hmm. wonder where he gets that from. His Uncle Gabe. Yeah, that's me. Hey, Kelki, <laughs> what do people do at the 12 minute and
2: 24 second mark?
1: They follow us on social media. They like and subscribe and leave a review and tell all their friends to do all those things also.
0: I love yes. all those things. Those are all really great things. Those are all great things. Also, are talking question. about today? I have a cat question okay. before we move into that. <laughs> Cookie,
2: if you're, does Jinx, if you're, like, leg, like, if you have a limb off the bed or the couch or something, does your cat, like, attack it?
1: I don't sleep with limbs off the bed because I'm not trying to get those underbed demons to take okay. me to hell. But well. sometimes Michael's toe will stick off and she
2: will jump at it. Okay. Because I told Alyssa, like, I, I love your cat, except for the hours of, like, yeah, 3 a.m. midnight till till it's time to wake up. The witching hours. Because she is a biatch. Anyways, you know who is a biatch? Also, the Spears family, except Brittany. Let's talk about it. It's Brittany, bitch.
0: No, no, Britney's the good one. Britney's the Should good I, bitch. No, That's what I I'm said. Just saying,
1: but I'm just quoting the song.
0: I know. I just want everyone to know that Britney's the good bitch. All the rest of them are the bad bitches,
1: and, and not, not, in not a like good way.
0: a good, yeah, not in a oh, damn it, like just Kelky. a bad person, <laughs> bad bitch, not bad. In bitch. my
1: notes, I have garbage I have human being too many place. times to count.
0: All right, so Kelky, full- you
2: to have a lot of notes. <laughs> That's a lot of notes. Carmen and I have less notes. Lead the way. We will follow okay, your lead. Okay, so this week...
0: I will follow her. This
2: follow her.
1: week on Netflix, um, they dropped a Britney Spears documentary called Britney vs. Spears, and it's very good, and it's like an hour and a half long. And I know there's been a lot of Britney docs dropping lately, but if you have a minute, I would recommend this one. I think it is has a lot of um, corroborated sources, validated sources, and I think it's comparably of the three that I've watched, probably the best one. A lot of the things in this one made me question things in other ones. And I'm like, it just makes me wonder like who is in whose pocket, who is being paid to say which things. Um, I think the people, the two women who made this one, I think are truly incredible filmmakers, but also people in general. Um, So one is like a documentary filmmaker. And then the other woman is someone who worked for Rolling Stones for many, many years. And, um, worked specifically with Britney, like she got assigned to Britney once. And then every time there was a Britney Rolling Stones interview, it was this woman that would do it. So she knew her for like upwards of 10 years. So she had a very like good relationship with her, good working relationship. So it's just like a very trustworthy source.
2: I like that. One of the, I heard an interview with one of them and she said that she kind of wanted to make this just as a fan of Brittany
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and like her perspective of like her influence that she had as her, the young woman into now. And so yeah. it felt like this is the first one that felt like it was made by people who like like Britney and not just like cause the, the first one felt more just like a docu- like an actual documentary. Yeah. This one felt like it was made by fans which is kind of a cooler perspective.
1: Well and also it's it was like very res- so when they talk about her quote unquote meltdown in 2007 where she shaves her head and then she attacks the paparazzis with the umbrella like they talk about it in it um, and they say like they don't call it a meltdown. They're like a lot of things happen and it was published as a meltdown, but they don't show any of those pictures or videos or anything. They just say like, they, yeah. they are showing like, they're showing that like positive pictures of her and like pictures of her like on tour or recording or being successful and just saying in the background, like in 2007 X, Y, and Z happened. And it was referred to as a meltdown or like other negative terms. But it just seemed like they were trying to be like, this happened, but we're not going to harp on it because it's not like respectful to her. Done to death. Yeah. Also, there's just so many other like important things to talk about. But like it is important to the timeline of the story, but it's not important the way that the paparazzis treat it. So I do think like right from that, because I was pretty early on. So right from that point, I was like, okay, these people are just doing it differently and I love them.
0: Speaking of the paparazzi, if I could just jump in when, r- real, real quick, when they were talking to one of the guys and they were like, yeah, you need to either be like a gambling addict or an adrenaline junkie to do this job. And the way yeah. they're talking about the scenario of like, you'll just get called and they'll say, hey, Brittany's at a gas station. Go fucking grab a picture, like yeah. track her down, block her in. Like that blows my mind so much.
1: Yeah. The more I watch these things and like other videos I've seen online, I'm just like, I understand that everyone has to have a job and that being a paparazzi pays really well, but I'm just like, leave people alone. Like, especially when they have kids with them. Like, leave them
2: alone. Yeah, I don't even like approaching... Like, if I see somebody out at Disney... Like, when we saw Pete Davidson, I just wanted to be, like... I was, like, casual. I just went when it's like snapchat from 50 yards away
1: yeah well i think disney does a good job of like ingraining it in your skull like these people are people and they just want to enjoy their vacation like don't bother them because they just want to enjoy their vacation and like they don't want to be like a lot of money
2: to probably be alone
1: yeah and um like that to the point where i've been other places and seen celebrities and been like i don't want to talk to them because they're just trying to live their life and i don't want to bother them like it's so like ingrained in my brain to just like let them be human beings
2: there, and live is, their lives as who normally is the one as they person can. you would like th- to throw all that out the window and go talk to?
1: I really don't know. Not Zac like Efron. <sighs> I don't know. I I feel like I would,
2: but it would have to be a specific scenario for me to go talk to him. <laughs> He'd have to be alone, not yep. on the phone or reading a book. Just Maybe looked approachable, he was just sitting somewhere. I would just be like, "Hey, I just
1: really." Appreciate. I mean, maybe Meryl Streep, because I truly love her a lot. And I would just be like, I just want to say, I like love your work. I think you're great. Enjoy your day. Thank you so much for everything that you've done in the world.
0: <laughs> Mine would for sure be Paul McCartney. But yeah. I don't think I'd be able to control myself. As, <laughs> That's as my thing with
1: Zac Efron. Is I would just like, walk up to him and vomit and be like, I love you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd go back and tweet, I just vomited on Zach Efron. Oh, best ever. Yeah. That's what I would do. He'd he'd probably retweet it. (laughs) He might. Maybe. Gabe, what about you? Uh, I don't know. I don't have
2: anybody celebrity-wise that I feel like I'm that obsessed with. I feel like I'd be, like, the people on my favorite podcast, like, I'd be cool to talk to them and just, like, go up to them and be like, I listen to your show. I've been listening since the beginning. Like, let me grab a photo. but I don't know if there's any celebrity that I feel like I'm that invested in.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I feel like an Instagrammer, like, I follow a lot of Instagrammers, and they're always like, we love it when we meet you. So I'm like, all right, well, you're inviting it, too, so I'll do mm. it. But with celebrities, 100%. I feel like it's different, because yeah. they probably have it all the time and just want, like, one day where no one's, like, screaming at them and asking for pictures.
2: Yeah, and Speaking I would always of... want to meet somebody who I know, like, something obscure about them. Like, I wouldn't want to go up to Chris yeah. Evans and be like, Captain America, I'd want to be like, obscure role you did in yeah. 1999. I'm know i a real fan. I know <sighs> that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I I don't know if you guys saw this, but before we transition back to the the ever, ever wonderful Britney Spears, uh, Mick Jagger was out on tour with the Rolling Stones and went to a bar and no one noticed him. That awesome. And that became like big news, like which is either one, really good for Mick Jagger or two, really bad for Mick Jagger, right? <laughs> like you're about to go on tour and no one knows who you are. Imagine, I don't know, Justin Bieber going out to a bar and no one recognizing him. Like it probably wouldn't happen. Yep. But all of the people who would be at a bar who are Rolling Stones fans are probably like, I don't have cell phones. I don't know. Blah blah blah. Okay. I'm sorry, know, then, we,
2: then we can go back to Britney after this because this reminded me of this. There was a TikTok of a mom recording her daughter because they went by a mural and it had like famous musicians on it. And this picture was was on was on one of And the daughter like, the mom recorded the daughter and said, honey, who did you say that was? She went, Harry Potter? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I get it a little. Here's the thing like also, though, photo. with
1: musicians. Like, I feel like it's, it's John Lennon fine to not, not know, like, what a musician looks like. Because you're not, every time you listen to them, you're not slammed with a picture of them, like, when you're watching a movie or
2: something. We do like know what Britney Spears looks like, though. It's
1: true, we do.
0: And when she was of age, she was so attractive. I had a giant crush on her as a young boy. Oh my God. I she still do. She was of age. Still do.
1: So they're talking about the paparazzi and how they're doing like car chases where she's yeah. like, Cannot Crazy. Like She's, yeah, I'm like, Leave this person alone. Like, you're endangering so many lives. Like, not just hers, not just yours, other people on the road. Like, just leave people alone. Like, who cares if you get a picture of her driving her car? Like, that's ridiculous. And then okay i was kind of confused on who that odd non guy was That's i was, like, I was too i never heard, heard that the paparazzi name before. guy i was like yeah. are they dating because then he comes back later and they're definitely not dating because she was with someone else at that point point. and i was like super confused because it like kind of seemed like they were dating but i was really confused as their relationship but regardless he like spoke very kindly of her and like gave a lot of insight and he was like you know they always say like oh she's crazy but there's so many other words you could use, like, she's sad, she's angry, she's upset, she's stressed out, she's overwhelmed, but everyone just re- resorts to crazy, and he's like, she's not crazy, she's all these other things, she's all these other emotions. And I just thought that was, like, a really interesting thing, because, like, it, you know, it's not going to sell a tabloid if you write, like, oh, Britney Spears is sad. <laughs> it's going to sell a tabloid if like Britney Spears is crazy. Oh, poor Britney, she's so sad. Let's make her happy. Um, but, yeah, so, and then when... They're, they have footage of her, like, being taken to the hospital at some point. And mm. the paparazzi are, like, hanging. They're, like, being dragged by the ambulance. Like, they're hanging off of the ambulance. And then Mount Sinai Absolutely had to disgusting. get the police to come and be like, this is the hospital's property. It's private property, including the sidewalk you're on. You're not on public property. You have to leave. You're on private property, and you're not invited here. And they're, like, police taping off the entrance to the hospital so these paparazzis won't come in. I'm like, this is, like, what if it was... Like, a heart attack. What if it was, like, a gunshot wound? Like, get out of the way. You're impeding medical treatment. What get out it, of the what way. What if
2: it was a stress-induced heart attack
0: due to like, paparazzi? Yes.
1: It's, <laughs> God, it's just so annoying.
0: And imagine if the amount of time that they lost fighting off paparazzi was the exact amount of time that they would have needed to save their her life. Exactly. Life. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, be have, like, where is your, like, there are no boundaries with these people. Like, have set a boundary. Like, it's terrible. And it's just, like, there's never going to be one because you're always going to have companies like TMZ, TMZ yeah. and Page Six and all these, like, tabloid places who are going to pay 200 grand for one picture. You know what I mean? It's
0: just ridiculous. Not even a good picture. I saw yeah. the quality of those pictures. They were blurry. Yeah. Not even good.
1: <laughs> They're, like, on, like, 2008 cell phones, flip phones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the good old days.
1: Um, so, okay, then I wrote Jamie sucks because that was the beginning of him trying to get the conservatorship. And then I wrote Lou Taylor is the devil, which they didn't go into Lou Taylor a lot. And I feel like
2: her manager, right? Before it was no, not before everything. That was
1: someone that came in with the conservatorship. Oh, and Lou Taylor is a manager in Hollywood for like a lot of big money families. And there's like a lot of shady shit with her. And a lot of people are tied to her and you kind of don't hear much about them because she will shut your shit down so fast and like they asked the really the sweet lady from Britney's hometown who was her assistant who was in the other documentary as well we loved her yes we still do so they ask her about Jamie and she's like I don't want to talk about him because she's like she's she's very it seems like she's very much of the philosophy, philosophy: if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. She's not saying like, "Oh, they're great." She's like, "I'm just not going to say anything because I don't have anything nice to say." So she said basically that about Jamie, and then they asked her about Lou, and she was like, "I'm not saying anything about her. She will chew me up and spit me out. It's I can't, I can't fight
0: her." Was that name the the Lou person? Was that in the the uh, the other? There was a Hulu documentary that came out first, right? Which one was it? They yes, but like they like like, people do not
1: talk about Lou Taylor, right? Like her name, like I know about her because of other like stuff I, other videos and articles I've read, like but people like in Hollywood, like do not talk about her because she will like she will fuck up your life. Like she is bad news bear. She like owns a lot. She's very behind the scenes, but like big money, very threatening nonsense. Lots like yeah, it's it's really shady.
0: This was the first time I had heard that name. So I was a little bit confused.
1: It's yeah. And they really don't go into it. And like later on in the documentary, they talk about like how they got a letter from the, TriStar. yeah, the legal team at Tristar. And she even says, she was like, it made me like, it freaked me out to get this letter because like, I don't know if that means they're going to come after me. I don't know if that, like what, if they're like threatening me, but it's just like, it's bad news. It's like, it's, blood money basically if you're involved with Lou Taylor. Like she'll she'll ruin a life pretty easy.
2: We should mm-hmm. with her.
1: Um and I thought it was interesting when they said that the a conservatorship, not of an estate but of a person. Um because they're both and they're different. Um the conservatorship equals civil death. Like you can't make any choices for yourself. You can't Like, she said, oh, if I want to, you know, go get some coffee, I have to call and ask permission. If I want to buy something for my kids, I have to call and ask for the money. Like...
0: That's crazy. Like,
1: to be worth almost, like, a billion dollars and to not have... Like, I don't understand. And there was something else I was reading. It wasn't in this documentary, but it was, like, some other thing from, um, like, a backup dancer on one of the tours that happened during the conservatorship because the... she would get the same per diem that all the backup dancers would get. And like, she would act like when they would give her the money, she would be so excited and act like it was such a huge deal that she had like $200 and they would all be like, why is she like, she's Britney Spears. Why is it's it a big flag. Deal? <laughs> Yes. It's so fucking weird.
0: That's crazy. She I wouldn't even get her was. own per diem.
1: She did get her own per diem, but it was like the same amount of money as like the backup dancers on the tour. Well, because yeah, but
0: they, so that's not the Jamie's what I mean like by paying her can't. an allowance, which they touch
1: money. on at the very end. They they said like, basically, he would get paid for his job, which was nothing, um, sixteen grand a month, and he would give Brittany eight grand of that. So that was her allowance. She's making all the money. She's the reason that you're getting any money, and you're only yeah. giving like I just it's infuriating.
2: I was reading somewhere uh, that. And conservator, there's like a lawyer who talked about conservatorships, and he said he's never he's dealt with them before, but there's never been a case that he's dealt with in the, you know, like under a hundred because they're not that common. Yeah, they're but not like, that common. Um, under a hundred cases that he's done with, I want to say like fifty, where the person under the conservatorship under the conservatorship was still working. Yeah, like they, they had one in here, <laughs>
1: and there none. Of, he's like none of the other cases I've dealt with with a conservatee had a job. Yeah, because the argument I've... is if you're well enough to work if you're well enough to have a functioning job and do be successful at it, then you don't need to be in a conservatorship.
0: Yeah. I think in one of the last documentaries, they had even gone one step further and they hadn't, they hadn't done a conservatorship for anyone on that wasn't on like hospice or like on their last breath.
1: Well, the doctor that they got who was really weird, (laughs) like it was really weird. Um, Is the doctor that originally signed off and was basically like, she needs this is a geriatric psychiatrist. So, someone for old people, so mainly dementia. But that yeah, was he- like the listed cause on her why she needed someone. Yeah, right. And that then, too. The, or no, no, I misspoke. Sorry. That was the reason that they were able to waive the five. Because if someone is filing for a conservatorship, like if Gabe says, Carmen, I need to be a conservator. I'm going to file this paperwork. The court will give Carmen a five-day notice to be like, this is going to go, this is going to be filed in five days. You have five days to get, if you want to fight it, get like an attorney, whatever. So the dementia claim was what made them say, we don't have to give her five days notice. We can just put it in right now. Oh, my God.
2: Did nobody, like...
1: So it was the dementia, and then... The, they got this far. The argue, Exactly. No <laughs> one does. That's the whole thing. And It was the dementia and the argument that Sam Lufty, who was in this documentary, which was mind-blowing to me that he actually would talk to them, um, was drugging her. That was like the accusation, was that he was drugging her and he was going to steal all her money and he was taking advantage. So I will say the Hulu documentary, the New York Times one, was like painted a very different picture of him and like made it sound really shady. But I'm like, if that's the information they're being fed by whoever wants to control this narrative, then that's the information they're going to put out there because that's what they know. So with this one, he was saying like, there's like, she was being drug tested weekly. You would know if I was drugging her. And if you think that I'm drugging her, you're going to go to TMZ and not like the police, like it's the biggest uh, pop star in the world. And you're just going to like threaten me. You're not going to do anything about it. Like I was, he was like, I'm not drugging. Like you would know her work would suffer, which is a valid point. So, I mean, he does seem kind of shady a little bit, but there's also like at a certain point, I feel like anyone who's
2: like uh...
1: managing like the world's biggest pop star, like these people are just going to seem shady, like really big Hollywood people. It's just going to seem weird.
2: The director said in the case of Britney, they asked if he felt reliable to the director. And she said, you know, in the case of Britney Spears, everybody's a suspect, which I thought was the perfect answer.
1: Yeah. I i mean, because we don't, there's so many things going back behind. Like there's probably all like, I would be shocked if any of those people hadn't at some point been blackmailed by somebody to be like, not talk or like change your story or say this or say that. So it's really weird. Um. And then, like, but the girl they were asking who was saying, like, oh, he was drugging her. Oh, I, I, they never, they don't ask her, like, who told you that? I want, I'm like, who's the source? Like, where did this rumor or whatever, where did it, where did it come from? Who are you hearing it from? Like, you know, if it's from Lou and Jamie or whatever to push forward their narrative of like, we have to, like, get her locked down or what? I don't know. It just seems shady and it came out of nowhere because that wasn't mentioned at all in the last one. They just basically said Sam Lefty is shady and he wants your money. But in this one, they're they're... like, oh, he's drugging her. What? Where did that so left field? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's just so much. I don't know.
0: It's really weird. Their relationship in general was weird to think that they, like, he started out as a paparazzi and then ended up as, on his words, a manager, but on her words when they were like, oh, he was a friend sometimes. Like, okay, something...
1: How was there he, that big? I of I thought a difference. Adnan was the paparazzi. I don't think Adnan Sam was a paparazzi.
2: Adnan was the paparazzi.
0: I, I don't think Sam, Sam was Sam ever a
1: paparazzi, but he wasn't. He wasn't like a manager for other people. He just like met her randomly and then like somehow ended up as her manager.
0: Oh, that's that's the impression that I got from the documentary was that he was originally the paparazzi. He was the guy who was like, "Hey, let me go ahead and just pump this gas for you," and then they became. No, that friends. was Adnan. Yeah. Okay, well has, I got has, that. Like mixed little up. Patch, but they did like
1: they did hang out together later and help her do like the legal paper thing. Like they do, like they are friends and they work together, but it's it's really it's strange.
2: It's very weird. So, so stepping away from the documentary, at least I don't know. I don't think this is part of the documentary. The I, her father, he step, did he step down or was he asked so, to be taken away from the so conservatorship in August?
1: There was like a lot of, well, after the last documentary and also just in general, but after the last documentary, there was an uptake in the public pressure for him to step down. Um, and so that's when they like leaked the fake story to TMZ that he was like, I'm going to step down. But really what he had said was at some point, if it seems right, I'll step down. And then actually in September, he filed to end the conservatorship. And then this past week, there was a court hearing and he was suspended as the conservator. Okay.
2: So he was suspended. Victories, yeah.
1: So I think they just have to say suspended because they have to go through like the legal
0: yeah, process yeah, to like yeah.
1: actually get it changed. But I think he's done being the conservator. I'll like, I still don't understand why there was a conservator of her person. I don't understand. Like, I don't really understand why there was a conservator of her estate. But like, specifically, there are two separate ones there's a conservator of her estate and there's a conservator of her. And it doesn't make sense why either of them exists to me. But I mean, they're. They were talking about it where someone, I guess, People Magazine called and they were like, "What? We want to explain this. Like, we want this explained to us." And they were like, "The explanation is that Jamie is going to be Britney." And they were like, "What are you talking about? Like, she's still alive." And they were like, "Nope, that's what it means. Jamie Spears is now Britney Spears. Like, that's insane. What does that mean? Like, why are you doing this? Like, it's just it doesn't make any sense." And like well, from Jamie Spears day is one, is going
0: to go get on get on stage and do those dance moves and sing. That's yeah, what's going to happen. Gonna do Kiss all this Madonna.
1: Like, that happened, right? Like from day one, from the first filing, she didn't even fight the conservatorship. She was just like, "Don't make it my dad. Anyone but him." I'm like, "How does that not raise that's red? That's a flag? red flag. Yeah, that's like, a
2: very reasonable request. Also, and
1: I'm it just doesn't. Yeah, because that one of the other lawyers who works with conservators." was saying like it should really be a th- an outside third party like it shouldn't be someone in the family like because you get too many emotions like it doesn't make sense to make that choice I hate it I, hate I it heard too. you Where Tennessee was...
2: when you said lawyers
0: <laughs> That's how Where it's was... spelled Lawyers <laughs> 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 I'm the Where last person the to talk about spelling. this. Oh but... I didn't know
1: it was L O I Y E R S Lawyers just,
0: Oh my god <laughs> I guys I can't <laughs> no, it's actually L-O-I-Y-E-R-S. That's what I'm saying. Yours.
1: lawyers. Like the law. You follow the law. You don't follow the loy.
0: Where where <laughs> was the snake in this interview process? How come no one has interviewed the snake that she danced with on that one? They did. The snake? Did I miss Sears. that? Oh, oh no, no. The, the other snake. The anaconda.
2: Ain't got none unless he got buns. He's mm. a piece of shit.
1: Um, Let's
2: see.
0: The, the snake? And- or Jamie. <laughs>
1: They're one and the same. He's the snake.
0: Hey, that's that's a that's a mean thing to say about that poor snake. That snake's like you don't know that snake. snake that snake might not be very nice. Um,
1: okay. Oh yeah. So when he she was out with Adnan, I guess, and they called and they were like, "Where are you?" Um, and he was like, "Well, we'll come home when we come home." And they go there, and the cops are there, and oh. like. She's like freaking out and all, oh, why are they here? I don't understand. And he goes, I didn't get his permission to go out with you. So effectively by law, I have kidnapped you. Oh my God. Even though you want to come out with me. And I'm like, that is
0: dumb. Just insane.
1: It's these laws are weird. I don't know why they're set up like that. And the fact, I mean, this has been going on for like
2: 13, 13
1: years. years. It's, it's so upsetting to think, that someone had to live that way for that long. And it's so frustrating. I remember a couple years ago when the free Britney movement was just starting, but not really a lot of people knew about it. And I had just kind of started learning how absurd it was because everyone, I was talking to someone, I don't remember who it was. And they were saying, I mean, do you see her Instagram? She seems really weird and like crazy. She just walks up and down this hallway and like does these weird dances. And I'm like, she's not allowed to do anything else. That's all she's allowed to do. She can't leave her house.
0: She's not crazy. She's bored. (laughs) Did she have permission to, like, did she not have, did she need permission to do the the Instagram or the social media and things like that? Did she need permission to get those things done? Or was that just like a a blind spot in the conservatorship? There's a lot of
1: debate on whether or not she was running it. Because there are some times when she goes on and says like, oh, I'm doing really well, blah, blah, blah. Everything's great. And it kind of looks like she's reading cue cards. So there's a lot of debate on whether or not she was running it or if she was being forced to do certain things on there. So unclear is the answer to your question.
0: Hmm. More to come. But When
1: she's performing in Vegas in the documentary, they were saying something about how it's basically like the only time that she could speak freely. And she even, like, they show a clip of her talking, and she's like, it's quiet, and there's no music, and I'm not singing, and I'm just talking to you guys, and it feels illegal. Yeah. Because I can just say whatever I want. That's insane to think about, that that's the only time that she could really... and But, you know, she probably still is fearful of repercussions or whatever coming from yeah. the people behind the scenes.
0: I just wonder what the repercussions could be, though, right? Because... They can't just be like, oh, you're never going to perform again because they need her to make the money, right?
1: No, but her dad would threaten a lot about the custody agreement and the kids. That was, like, apparently his go-to thing was Shit. threatening Shit. about that. Seeing Shit. the kids, just yeah, that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Not make sense as in, like, oh, what yeah, a good no. person, but make sense as, like, being that is something a That would actually, yeah, <laughs> like,
1: be worrisome to her. Um, so when they, they go into the, the D- MTV documentary, they had the guy who was making that. And they show a clip from when they took her somewhere and everyone knew what was happening except for her. And she was like, what's happening? I don't understand. And then she sees her car and she's like, oh, my God, is that my car? But she's like super excited. But the whole thing was it was a huge deal because she hadn't been allowed to drive in like over a year. And so it was this huge ordeal. They had to get 30 people involved all this permission just to film her driving her car down like a deserted road. And she was losing her mind with joy. And so they're talking to the MTV documentary guy about it. And he didn't under, he was like, I don't understand why this is such a big deal and why we had to go through all of this. And then he gets really close to Brittany and it was really sad. They showed a clip from the documentary of her not really going into it, but just kind of alluding to the fact that she didn't really have control over a lot of things in her life. And she just says, Mm -hmm. I'm sad. And it's, it was really sad to watch because she's kind of about to, about to cry, like on the verge of tears and they just focus on her face and it's just heartbreaking, especially now, like knowing everything that was happening and just like to live with that and to not really be able to tell anybody. It's so sad, but still have to be in the public eye. Yeah. So it's not, oh, I'm keeping a secret from someone. It's, I'm keeping a secret from absolutely everyone in the world. That's so How hard. does she
0: even have a relationship at that point? Because isn't, isn't she dating someone right now?
1: Now she is, but he is super vocal about hating Jamie and Jamie's a piece of shit and they're engaged now right before when Jamie filed the petition to actually be removed as the conservator. That's when he proposed. And then now that Jamie's actually not the conservator, hopefully they'll, hopefully everything will, we only want happiness for her. Hopefully they're great. He's great. Hopefully they have a nice private
2: wedding and nobody bothers them.
1: Yes. Um, so then they tell the story about how um, to get new representation in the conservatorship. Brittany has to sign this legal document saying that she doesn't have faith in her current attorney and he's not fighting for her and he's working, he's like under Jamie's thumb and being paid by Jamie and all this stuff. So Adnan and Sam, File these legal, like get all the legal papers drawn up, but they're not allowed to see her because they're not on like the list. So then they go to Jenny, who is the Rolling Stones um, writer, and they like arrange this super secret thing. They like go to a hotel, she's with security, um, and they sneak it up. Like Jenny has to go into the bathroom, and then Britney comes into the bathroom because she can't have her security because they like don't want them to know that this is happening and sign the papers. And then Jenny takes the papers back to get them filed. And when Jenny was telling the story, it was really, she was really emotional because I kind of think it maybe, maybe she felt like she should have been doing more or something. She didn't really go into why she was emotional, but she was telling the story about being in there and Brittany's, she's showing Brittany all the places she needs to sign and Brittany's looking over it and Brittany's like, thank you so much for doing this. And Jenny just says, I'll see you again soon. And she was really emotional when she was telling that story and it was really sad and you just kind of wonder because she again had a relationship with this woman, but hasn't, you know, it's been kind of forced away from her because, you know, she's not on the list of people or whatever. It's just insane.
0: This was for one of the interviews. I missed, so I didn't get to that part of the documentary. Full disclosure to anyone listening: I only watched the first thirty minutes because Kelky is the pro. at this.
1: <laughs> Um. So no, this wasn't for an interview. This was to get these papers signed because. They knew that no one around Brittany was like, if they there was no way to just mail it to her, they would not get to her to get signed. And so they sneak Jenny into this hotel to sneak the papers in a bathroom so that Brittany can sign them
0: uninterrupted. Sign, but the papers were for like anti conservative conservative no, documents? No, it was just to
1: get a new attorney because the attorney, oh, attorney. was okay. being shitty and not fighting for her at all. Got it. And so then they file it. And then basically the attorney's like, this isn't her signature. That was one of the things they said to get it thrown out. And then, Oh, she's not of the right mind to have these thoughts. After she has just produced a whole album on herself and is currently planning a tour and doing all the choreography and like design and everything for it. But she can't think I don't like my attorney.
0: Well, that makes sense to me. I'm on the attorney side. So and
1: I just wrote there. Someone had to be paying off the judge. Like there's no way. Because it it they it went and it went before a judge, so the judge had to be being paid off. There's no way that they weren't just also like some
2: old boomer who's like I, I, ju- I don't understand. I just, yeah. She she can't make her own decision. Dumb yeah. Greatest Women don't ass. get the
0: right to vote.
1: <laughs> Literally, I don't understand. And then I just wrote, "There's too much conflict of interest." the The lawyer representing Brittany is basically on Jamie's payroll. They're being paid by the conservatorship. So why? would you want to end the conservatorship if you're getting paid by the end Uh of it? He had made like over 3 million just from the conservatorship. So of course he's not going to like fight to end it. It's just too much conflict. Like the way that system is set up, Britney Spears or not, the way that system is set up is an incorrect in my opinion. I'm not a lawyer, but it's
0: incorrect. (laughs) So they're working now towards making the conservatorship piece in general in this country like the law like that's getting reformed now right like who who's at the center of
1: that there's a group of people currently looking into the way that the laws are written and the way it's enforced and executed in this country to see if in this scenario or any scenario it is the most beneficial way to have it set up so i believe elizabeth warren is leading Um, it's like bipartisan committee so there's people on both sides i think it's right now it's just a committee that's investigating it so nothing has been brought forward i think they're trying to figure out all the information and figure out how to to move forward with it to to make appropriate changes because i'm not saying like i don't know a lot about about conservatorship outside of this there might be times when it's necessary because there's what's it called when when like you have someone else who has to like make your medical decisions. If you're incapacitated or something. An of David. There's a, that there's a word for it, but there are things like that. And a conservatorship might just kind of expand on that a little bit more and give yeah. that like a more control, but in a similar situation. But I think it's just to see how much it can be abused is alarming. So you want to kind of make it where that can't happen again.
2: Yeah. It felt like this is one of those things that was just vague. Like it was a vague law that, somebody i.e jamie spears just saw and exploited
1: yeah so okay so here's where we get down to so in 2017 alone britney earned 34 million in 2018 her net worth was estimated at 59 million between 2013 and 2018 jamie earned 2.1 million from just from tours from her tour revenue jamie who did nothing earned 2.1 million then during that entire time frame, he was getting sixteen grand a month and paid Britney eight of her own money. Dumb. Yeah. And so then um, 2018, 2019 was when they were supposed to do the Vegas show. And she, like, announced it but then canceled it. And they talk a lot about the documentary about how within the conservatorship, there's a medical team that's constantly, like, evaluating her and saying what is good for her and what's not. And basically, it's just constantly being disregarded. Like, they're going to put her on X Factor. The medical team's like, we don't think that's a good idea. It's going to put too much stress on her. She doesn't want to do it. They want to do a tour. The medical team's like, we don't think that's a good idea. Like a performance in one place is one thing, but like a full-on worldwide tour, we don't think, like it's too much stress, all this stuff. So that's when they won't listen to the medical team, but they'll listen right. to the medical team anytime it benefits their, what Picking they're trying to do. Like a bunch of crazy
2: agenda- Christians. Yeah,
1: it's the worst. Um... So, and then there was some weird thing that I wasn't really clear about Lou Taylor sending a bill for $500,000, but for a time frame in which Brittany was not doing any work. And Jamie just paid it like the next day because it's some shady shit going on. And we don't really, we still don't, still unclear, unclear.
0: <laughs> what do you think it was?
1: I just, I don't know. I think Lou Taylor is one of those people in Hollywood that's can control a lot of narratives and can control anything. So if you want something portrayed a certain way, that's who you're going to pay. And she's going to take care of it, whether or not it's true or not.
0: What a sketchy, sketchy, sketchy situation. I hate and that.
1: Then in June or July, there was a court hearing where Brittany actually spoke for herself. Yeah. And it's like she wrote this thing and read it. It's like 23 minutes. It's really worth listening to. I read it before. Like when it came out, I read it. But I had never listened to it. They play clips of it in the documentary. And I was truly like getting goosebumps. It's incredible to listen to her tell the story. And she says, these people, in addition to, I don't want this anymore, she's like, I want to sue everyone who did this to me. They should not be allowed to do this. And she talks about how her father, like, drinks and does drugs. She's like, I have to do past drug tests and alcohol tests. And if I fail, I get in trouble. But if he is over here doing drugs and drinking, he still gets to be in charge of me. Like, why is, how is that fair? Like, if I'm going to lose, if I don't get to see my kids if I do it, but he gets to be in charge of a whole ass adult person, like fa- like, it's worth listening to. Just listen to it. I was getting, I got goosebumps shortly after that. She got a new attorney. He immediately filed um, to remove Jamie. He had no connection to Lou in his past, which was everyone was really happy about. Cause we were like, okay, this guy's actually yeah. gonna like fight for her. Um, as soon as he filed, to remove jamie jamie's legal team released a statement that said we don't want to he's not going to step down he's done 13 years of admirable service
2: oh my god Mm.
1: as her conservator which is ridiculous and then rosengard who's her new attorney released a statement that said mr spears and his counsel are now on notice britney spears will not, uh, the the status quo is no longer tolerable and Britney Spears will not be extorted anymore. And I was like, this guy is not fucking around. He is fighting for her. He is doing the work. And then like a month later, Jamie actually filed to step down. And then this past week he was actually removed. And it was like,
0: thank God they should just put me in charge of the conservatorship. I would take care of it for her. They
1: should just end it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. I would well that would be my day day one. My 100 days in office is <laughs> day, day one. number one.
1: No office. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no office. Um,
1: and sure then I wrote God bless us, like everyone except free. Jamie
0: Spears. Yeah. Um, You're right, Gabe. There probably are a lot of lawyers out there that would want to do it for free.
1: And then oh, something else happened this week that I was gonna say. I don't Oh, I saw an article that said that she currently has no plans of performing once it ends, and I was like, it doesn't matter. Whatever she wants she can have. I don't care. Like, if people are mad that she's not performing, then you didn't really want her to be free. Like, let her this, she has lost so much of her life and her privacy being, because she has got famous so young and then this has been going on, like, she hasn't been able to have a normal life for most of her life. So, like, what literally whatever she wants, I don't care. Give it to her.
2: <laughs> How let old her is she now? Let her sue all these now?
1: people. 30 f- She was born December 2nd,
2: 30? 1981 whatever that is so, so like sec- this 65. this oh. 40 this year she's 10 years younger than disney
0: mm.
1: i don't know if that's crazy that's crazy 10 think. years
0: younger than magic kingdom yeah <laughs> <of> yes
1: <laughs> but okay so yes it's um we just hope that things continue to move forward on her um in her favor And we want only good things for her. Hopefully her engagement works out. She gets the time with her kids. She gets to live whatever normal life she wants as much as she can be while being Britney Spears. But I just want everyone to leave her alone. That's all I want. Everyone leave her alone and let her do whatever she wants.
0: Yeah, it's uh, in my head. Obviously, I have way less horse in this race because I did not grow up like listening to all of Britney Spears music. Like oh I did because I had sisters but I I would not consider myself a Britney Spears fan as much as I would consider myself a Britney Spears empathizer right Um, as a musician I would hope that she makes music for herself and doesn't regret you know letting twenty or thirty years go by not making another album and then making an album in her sixties right. Uh, just but from if a she doesn't want to
1: because if it's if, if all this has left a bad taste in her mouth for work if she doesn't want to work
0: yeah she no, does not to work that's that's not what I'm not what I mean I, I want her to do whatever makes her happy I just don't want her to go like not do music again and then regret not doing music when she looks back on her life right so whatever she does I just hope that she does it with no regrets that's that's what I meant yes. that's that that was what I wanted to say and take away from that I don't care what she does I still think that she deserves the freedom to do whatever she wants yeah. the freedom to do whatever i just hope that whatever route she takes she doesn't look back on it with regret and if it's not doing music out of spite for the scenario that the world put her in which is not her fault right right i just hope that she doesn't look back with regret is my main point
1: yeah i just want her to be happy and free and not surrounded by people who are around her for the wrong reasons
0: gabe what do you hope for Brittany? I hope that all
2: this nonsense can be put to bed very soon, mm-hmm. and that she can just live her life, retire, or make music, whatever she wants to do. Just take and I some hope time Jamie Spears rots just... in prison and hell. Yeah, I, hope,
0: I hope all of them rot wherever they yes. are allowed to rot. Can you imagine if there's a prison in hell too? That's where like it how...
1: was built for him.
0: <laughs> how bad? How bad do you have to be in hell where they're like the devil comes up to you goes, "Hey man, like we well, got God. this prison over here for you." You saw right a meme. That's Hitler. like.
1: Me arriving in <laughs> hell. Uh, yes, I was told there would be a special place for me here. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
2: so, Where's Little Nosex dancing at? <laughs> I want to go there.
1: So everyone go on Netflix and watch this documentary. It will probably be pretty high up. It's number... It's it was five. number three on the oh, top ten after... It was six yesterday when I was watching it, but it was number three like for two or three days after it came out. So...
0: It still um, has the top 10 time, badge as of today.
1: Yeah. If you've got some time, definitely check it out. It's, it's worth it. And, you know, it's just something more we can all learn about. Because I think this is one of those things that no one really knows about until something like this happens. And hopefully it, it uh, gets reworked to be more beneficial.
0: So, and on that ooh, note.
1: That's the dream. And if you've got a dream.
0: Go and chase it. We will see you all in the next one. Bye. Also free Brittany.